0: You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hey, guys. Before we get started, let me tell you about Continental Belts. If you think of all the weird things that you find in cars, I'm not talking about French fries or melted crayons. I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, stuff that makes you really wonder about folks. Well, another thing that... That you'll find are Continental belts. I bet you didn't know that they're OE and millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental has launched their multi, the aftermarket multi V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. These belts are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function for ninety eight percent of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. It's a Continental OE technology series multi V belts. These are the belts with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, go to oetechnologyseries.com. That's oetechnologyseries.com.
1: Yeah, get it on. Got to get on the children. are coming to Get it on. Get it on. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to casserole car cast uh madam Let's matt the moderator, DeAndre over Hello. there how you doing i'm invigorated are you yeah uh, um uh, yeah the porsche's coming together at the other shop yeah. I'm, I'm feeling good about that um doing a lot of caster and camber work yeah um got the uh had the um conversation with sean where we got the driver's side and the passenger side center hub. The center hub were approximately inch and a half off, and now I think we're within a sixteenth or an eighth. Uh, with all the reworking of the mountings right. and all the con- all the configurations and everything, I yeah. had this one with Sean, which I always like. First, I'll tell you uh, this uh, show brought to you by Castrol Titanium strong for maximum engine performance geico.com and jb weld as well i had this one with sean i have him with maxipat every once in a while where i go uh I, I, he goes i got it within a eighth of an inch of one side of the other and i was like whoa that's that's good because we were like almost what, we were like almost an inch and a half yeah when we measured it and he's like 15 16s and i go oh i thought we we're like an inch and a half and he goes no, we were fifteen 16s but we got it down to like less than an eighth. And I'm like, Well, that's good. Yeah. But it's kind of better if it's an <laughs> inch and a half and yeah. it's down to that. And he goes, No, it was fifteen 16s I go, wait a minute. <laughs> Look, I said to him, Sean, I don't have a good memory, but when I I have numbers and I I'm usually yeah, yeah. right. And I was like, When we measured that thing initially, it was an inch and a half off and he's like, Oh yeah, when we measured it initially <laughs> and I was like but then when we adjusted it, we got it down to 15.60. And I was like, right, all right, right, right. right I Understood, right. understood. But what I'm, it was an <laughs> inch and a half off, and now it's an eighth off. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. It's yeah. a good
0: thing. We have some adjustability in the control arms and whatnot. So, right. uh, you know, where we are now gives us some room. Let's assume, let's assume that when he put it together and he says he's off by, you know, an eighth or whatever he's off that now meant he first centered all the the you know the control arms because yeah. they have some adjustability they thread in and out they had like rod ends on them. Let's yes. assume he put them back to center <laughs> he wants, so we have some room to go in and out if we need to. He
1: wants to make some new I don't know, tie rods or something. But yeah. anyway it's fine. I'm it's fine.
0: I saw it, I walked by this morning I saw the lathe going.
1: I'm very nervous because the last time we did this, we put a whole bunch of time and money and effort into everything and it all got it all adjusted. And then I went and got in the car and it just went oh, all yeah. right, just pulled, pulled the right. Yeah. Well, you know what it was doing? It, it wasn't it wasn't pulling one way or the other. It's just if you tracked and you're going straight and it hit a little dip on the right, it would just start turning right like hard. Yeah. And then or left, like it would just go that direction. I don't know. I have to talk to Hotchkiss and find out what that means. But yeah. hopefully, we'll do it. But I'll, I'll definitely go out. We're not going to get any track time, but I'm definitely going to go up and down the street.
0: Yeah. Well, we've got Lufka Cult this this weekend, and we're going to bring the car there. I don't think that's a secret anymore. It's at uh, Universal Studios. That's not a secret anymore. But if it makes you feel better, is that better, today? Yeah. Uh, well. There's a there's a load in today, and then tomorrow, Saturday, is the event. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I've been following, if you guys follow Rod Emery, our friend Rod Emery, he's got the great 356s. He's been doing that Momo 356 for a while, and he's been posting to social media, and he's like, I'm getting the car ready for a lift. It we just sought, left paint.
1: Yeah, we shot <laughs> down at Pebble Beach, sorry yeah. for stepping on you, and it was like... Getting done, but not it done. done. It was getting
0: done. It's yeah, out of paint now. It's just a body shell. And he's like, got to get the engine in. We got lifted a few days. I'm like, you better get cracking. I love it's it. It's funny how the final assembly can actually go pretty quickly.
1: Once everything's been mocked up what, and in yeah. place and, and clean just, and everything. You know,
0: and he's just like, everything's been test fitted again and again and again. It should go together pretty quickly. But yeah, and I think they have like a preview event like tonight or something. So he's, you know. When I saw his post, he had, I don't know, three days. Three days to build a car. I have, uh, <laughs> we got
1: pics. I got them in my phone, Maxipat. I took some shots of the suspension and the laser and all the stuff that had been taken apart and cleaned and put back. And yeah. Sean actually sent me a picture of the bottom of the car, of the uh, mount that he relocated and blah, oh, blah, okay. blah. Uh, so having a fabrication guy is a big, big deal. <laughs> Sean always Sean uh, Sean hates me I all I just say is how long? How long? He goes like, Oh, I'll take it back from Lufka coat. We'll replace the ball joints. How long? How long well, does that take? Yeah. You just tell me. Don't yeah. but look, if it's gonna take three hours, tell me three. If it's gonna take two days, tell me two. But I'm asking how long? And he's always like, Why do you want to know how long? <laughs> because every decision I ba- make is yeah. based on how long. Yeah. Um anyway, I talked to our friend uh over at, um, God, a friend back at, back in Detroit, uh, I won't mention his company yet and some other things, but I, I talked to him about his 300ZX yeah. for sale. And uh, it's a interesting car, a lot of history, turbo car, blah, 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 uh, Cunning, Clayton Cunningham car, blah, blah, blah. and uh,
0: It's the sister car to your Steve Millen car that we talk about all the time.
1: Yeah, that one. And it looks exactly the same. And uh, it's so funny or so weird, but it's also – it's a good thing and a bad thing, I guess, that like I was looking at the car and it's like it has the 17s on it, the 17-inch rims. And the reason that means something is Yokohama made 17-inch tires for that car specifically – for that car specifically – for racing, all yeah. different compounds and blah, blah, blah. Yokohama doesn't make that tire yeah, anymore. So either. if you see one of those cars, not that you're likely to, and it's rolling on 17s, it just means it's as is. Yeah. It's not. Hasn't
0: been out there in a while.
1: If you see Steve Millen's car that he has over at and it's rolling on 18s in Goodyear's, not yeah. 17s in Yokohama's. But anyway, uh, this car's rolling on that and I, it looks to be in, Good original condition, but it it's going to need a lot of freshening up before you get it up onto the track. Right. Like, including those BBS 18s and yeah. Goodyear's and blah, blah, when blah. it's
0: sitting on the old tires like that, you can assume like all the safety items have been expired and the fuel cells need to be replaced and anything with a date code on it or an expiration date, it's got to be done.
1: And seals and and yeah. bladders and everything like you and said. The shock because, rebuilds. Yeah, because there's, like there's no such thing as going. Oh, we did the fuel cell. We did the hoses. We did. We rebuilt the seals on the shocks. We did all that, but yeah. we left the old tires. <laughs> right. It doesn't exist. Yeah. So that's your. By the way, that's your indicator. That's all you you need to know. Yeah. And I got it, and I was like, car looks to be in good condition, but it smells like a hundred grand. To yeah. get that thing r- to the track, yeah, and and ready and fresh. Remember when people used to, to
0: buy houses for a hundred grand, and now we're like shocks, a fuel cell, some <laughs> seals, a lines, maybe some tires. Just a hundred fun- grand.
1: <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. So <laughs> I called uh, Bud over there at that shop yeah. on my way in today, and, and he's like, picked up the phone, gave me the right answer. By the way, he picked up the phone. And I was like, hey, Bud, the Santa and He goes, Oh hey, oh I'm at Roush, so. i may have to cut this off short we're doing a meeting anyway i said uh that car it's in good shape yeah yeah it's as is but it's clean it's this that and the other and i said so to get that thing freshened up safe everything changed seals blah 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 he said the engine probably need a little freshening up and blah 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 and i said on the track what is it he's like Hundred grand. Hundred grand. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. (laughs) It's
0: funny you could just throw around that number as like a freshing it up. It's like going to get a haircut. Like I don't need a full haircut. I just need just just a trim because I I got a date. Clean up my neck. (laughs) Yeah, just a little. Hundred grand.
1: Hundred grand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's that's literally what it is, and it's also sad, but super. Super good that I hear a hundred grand and I go like
0: there's like a little bit of relief. You're like yeah, All right, yeah 100 it's only hundred grand. grand. <laughs> All
1: right. Maybe it means Buck seven. Yeah. <laughs> you got the nine thirty five uh, photos. We'll put them up yeah. on uh, Adam Carolla. Where do we put on carcassshow.com carcass dot carcass If you look closely, you can see there's a laser going across the brake cal- uh, Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the disc and the hub and everything and reflecting onto the body and the tub behind the thing and, and all that, but it's all been cleaned up. It's all been put back. Um, I took, there's a, he texted me a picture, Maxipata, of the, um, of the underneath of the car where they took the, uh, new mounting plate and put the, or the existing mounting plate, I think, and re moved it and redid it. But, uh, you you've got to be able to shape metal, otherwise you're not gonna be able to
0: Yeah. There's, do a, lot this. there's, there's a, a lot of that. There's a lot of that on there.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. Let me uh we got uh Tim on the phone. Let me hit You wanna hit JB well. Okay. Yeah. Do it. All right. For big or small repair projects you need uh Something that lasts, and that's why we use J.B. Weld. Now, don't put that bracket on with J.B. Weld. You're going to you're gonna need <laughs> right. to physically weld that. But many of you aren't working on 935s. You're doing home improvement stuff, yeah. or you're at the shop. And that's where you go with J.B. Weld. You can get a at Home Depot and Lowe's and O'Reilly and AutoZone. J.B. Weld, man. All right. So, Tim McCarthy, he's the founder and CEO of Zyco. This stuff is... I gotta tell you, man, if you are into performance and you're a do it yourselfer, this is what you do.
0: Yeah, you know, I talked to I talked to Tim on the phone the other day as well and he's got some cool new stuff uh in the work. So uh let's uh let's chat him up. Let's hear a little bit about that.
1: Is he doing Zycoat? I know I always ask this. It's in a rattle
0: can now, right? Did they figure it out? Right, but not the heat protection version. It's just more of a cosmetic version. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So he's got sort of like a like a really good high end like engine paint, cosmetic paint, high temp paint, but it's uh it's not the 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 heat dissipation qualities of like of the header coating.
1: Tim is on uh, line four. Tim.
2: Yeah, Adam, how are you?
1: Good to speak to you. Say hi to Matt. Hello.
2: Yeah. Matt, how are you doing? It's good to be back on the show.
1: Doing great. Yeah. Uh, good um, to have you. So what's new with uh, Zycote?
2: Well, I'll tell you a lot. Um, we don't uh, we don't let too much dust settle on us here mm-hmm. at uh, at Zycoat. Uh, we have uh, launched a new coding service, and we are going to be coding components for folks that you know just don't have the wherewithal, the tools, oh, coding happened. their own product. So right. We have launched um, a service that will do all of that for them, and uh, real excited about it. We've uh, we've been busy as one arm paper hangers, uh, you know, since we uh, since we launched this on May first. So, so it's I, I been have pretty a pretty exciting.
1: I have an intake manifold. I have an exhaust header. I have valve covers or something like that, and I just want them coated. Yeah, I send them to you. We pick out
2: the color. You send them back. It, what? It's all online, Adam. You go in, and depending on the the, the engine size, whether it's a four cylinder or up to twelve cylinder, you pick your components, you pick your color, you ship us the parts, and we ship them back to you within fifteen days. And what sort wow. of prep
0: do we need to do to send you these parts?
2: You need to box them up. That's it. So that's, that's it.
0: We've got an old set of, let's say, exhaust manifolds. Maybe they're a little rusty. They're a little crusty. You know what? What? That's it. We can just we just
2: that, it, Matt, you just put them in a box. You know, secure them. You know, as you would shipping them anywhere else, and ship them to us. We do all of the inspection, the prep, the uh, the media blasting, the the coating application. We do the post uh, coating inspection. We do the cure. Uh, we do a final cure inspection. We package them up and we ship them back to you.
1: Wow. Uh, I love this because – uh for a couple of reasons. One is I don't – in the past, the worst people to deal with are the coding guys, like the Chrome guy and the whatever guy. Mm-hmm. You'd be over there and you'd be at their mercy. Yeah. And they'd go, oh, uh, <laughs> it's going to be it. between 10 and 40 days. And then you'd <laughs> go back at day 28 and you'd go, hey, have you done my bumper and bezel? And they'd go, who are you? <laughs> We'd go, I'm the guy who gave you a deposit. And they'd go, hold on, Hector, you recognize this dude? And then at some point they'd go, we worked on uh, Sylvester Stallone's buy turbo Yeah. That was a pretty hot car. You yeah. ever see one of those Lambos? Anyway, Hector, oh, we're not, no, we haven't started yet.
0: Yeah. Also, are you sure you set your deposit? Because we got to double check Come that. <laughs> back in between
1: 10 and 31 days. <laughs> right. And then you have no choice. Cause you are like at their, what are you do? at their mercy.
0: Yeah, there is nothing you can do.
1: And this is just fifteen days and back. But the other thing that's good about this is I am capable of applying this at my shop. But I want to farm things out. Like I want to get stuff out, and I have my guys working on things that are at the yeah. shop.
0: Also, like I we have the sandblaster, but we're, we we always we never really. It's messy. It's mm-hmm. messy. It's a it's a hassle. It's a task. It's a task that's like the guy can be fabricating, like you're saying. Sean could be doing better use of his time stuff than this if we can get this in the mail and get it out there. Um, Tim and I were talking the other day as well about you've been doing some testing with NHRA or one of the teams on the heat dissipation properties of this. Uh, what what did you guys come up with when you, when you went out there and did some uh, – NHRA test? Yeah,
2: <clears throat> Matt, it's really exciting. We, we, we worked with a specific team and they ran uh, our coded headers at the Gator Nationals down in Gainesville. They ran those same coded headers in Las Vegas. And the durability and the temperature uh, profiles that they experienced, I mean, within two minutes, two and a half minutes of shutting down the block after a run, the headers were at one hundred and thirty degrees, and they videotaped that. And it, the heat dissipation properties were proven in top fuel. So we saw a significant reduction in in heat, even under that short short duration that the uh, that the top fuel headers are. I mean, they're maybe twenty four inches long, right? But we're talking ten thousand horsepower, and you know, jet flame coming out of these these headers and the, the second issue that, 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 or the second experience was they've now run these headers on multiple runs. And in many cases, they were having to replace headers. You know, you ran a single run and due to, due to the, the, the incredible temperatures that these things were experiencing and the quick cool downs that were experiencing, metal fatigue was causing the headers to either crack or fail. So they'd have to replace them. So with the coded headers that we've now run multiple runs with the same, with the same coded headers. And we saw the same thing in diesel drags in diesel pulls. Not that that may be a, a number of, of your listeners, but we've now proven this technology in top fuel, diesel, diesel drag, and alcohol and gas. So we've kind of covered the entire automotive spectrum. And uh, we're, you know we're real excited about uh, about the future.
1: The mo and so, uh, just to um, go over some stuff we've talked about in the past. The coding is in the header and on the
2: header, right inside and out. Inside and out, Adam. That's right. Um, yes.
1: The diesel, the the most wondrous, like I think people, some people stare at the pyramids and they want to know how they were built or maybe the Golden Gate Bridge. To me, when I see the diesel tractor pull and I see the five blown Hemis on the front of that one <laughs> and two of them, no, four of them are, are transverse. They're like facing right to left and one's <laughs> facing forward and I'm like, how do they get that into the rear wheels? How do they get all of those flywheels into the rear wheel? They're yeah. facing they're all facing the wrong direction. How do you get five engines I into a rear into the pumpkin? It's insane to me. That I marvel at. Yeah. Also how I always I have I'll a your product's pretty good. I have a short <laughs> list of uh I, I call it How Pissed Is Their Wife? <laughs> yeah. At the diesel the diesel tractor puller guys, yeah. The drag boat guys, and maybe the guys who do ice racing on mm. motorcycles. I well, feel there's, like that. there's
0: a guy who's like met my wife at the diesel tractor pulls. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. then she's a she's, she's a keeper. A keeper.
1: <laughs> uh, Tim, so the new the new deal is uh, what city? What city are you guys in?
2: We're we're in Kansas City, oh. right in the center of the U.S.
1: Boy, that was a nice answer. Uh, and you just send your parts in, and you can figure you can figure out a price by how many cylinders, or how big, or how much it weighs. Like how do we how do we figure out the pricing?
2: It's it's a menu driven. It, it starts with your with your number of cylinders in your engine, and then you pick your components. It gives you your total price. And, okay. And you know, credit card enter, and they're off to the races.
1: I'm gonna get some stuff. I wanna. I'm. I'm excited. I want to do some headers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I want to. Now we do can do some
1: turbo stuff.
0: housings and stuff, but we got to take them apart uh, and send the, just the pieces you need coating, and then they'll send them back if you need to do it that way. Yeah, that's a, right. It's a good point,
1: yep. which is if you have a set of headers and they got some rust or some whatever on them, box them up and send yeah. it in. But if you have a turbo or things with components, yeah. Take it apart and get get it so it's just one part,
0: right? Because you know uh, Tim and his guys, they're not they're not responsible for like torque specs and things like that on on reassembling pieces. So just send them the raw pieces, and uh, and they'll be able to coat them and turn them around.
1: Uh, I'm right. guessing the uh, racing community is it's it's probably going to be the industry. St- standard in the next 10 minutes, right? Like, you're going to have to have all <clears> your stuff
0: done this way. I mean, on some level, not just the durability, you're talking about, like, top fuel headers and recycling, using them for multiple runs instead of one run at a time. There's also, like, a safety factor, mm-hmm. right? If if the headers cool down much quicker, they're a little bit easier. You know, you're, not, you're not burning a shin or a finger or or. Or uh, or potentially even uh, fire, like fuel mm-hmm. hitting those things, and you know maybe it uh, it seems like there's several benefits now. So I'm I'm
1: guessing many of the teams are going to start employing this, right? And
2: I'll tell you, Adam, we're already working with uh, a late model series team. We're working with a number of sprint car teams, and they they're it, it, the late model series is now in its second season. With mm-hmm. the same competition headers that we coded last uh, last summer, what is so? Sorry for for jumping in. Finish. Go ahead. No problem. No. So I mean, the, the feedback we got from the from the Jegs uh, late model team is they feel no heat coming through the footbox. I mean, these these headers are three eighths of an inch away from the metal footbox, and it was just conducting heat and, and melting their driving shoes. Right. They they experience no more heat so we know that the underhood temperatures we know that the performance improvements are happening just through the empirical data of hey i don't feel my feet melting when i'm when i'm you know driving in the in in the vehicle so what is f1 what's f1 currently use i have no f1, idea f1 a, a number of them are using just stainless headers that aren't even coated or they're ceramic coated right cuz it seems like
1: If they're at the tip of the spear of all things technological and everything for them is shaving millimeters and milliseconds and everything, I feel like F1's got to be next, right?
2: That's our next target. That's exactly right.
0: You got some calls to make, Tim.
1: And also, when you're <laughs> when you're bragging at the cocktail party, the tractor pull is great. Yeah, right. F one is. If fine. you want to <laughs> pull down some real hot blonde Punanny, you got to start speaking F one yeah. instead of tractor pulls. Uh, Tim, we're going to offer people a deal here. Um, they can uh, use promo code CarCast and get ten uh, percent off uh, the coding services. And uh, you just. Go to the website, com and find out. Uh, again, I love the 15-day part. I I, I love the heat reduction. I love to send it in, box it in, send it in. We just go to Zycote.com, Tim.
2: Go to Zycote.com, click on Coding-Services, and just follow the menu prompts and send us your compo- uh, components, and we'll send them back coded with Zybar.
1: I love it. Thanks, Tim McCarthy. Appreciate it.
2: Adam, Matt, you guys have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: I love that guy because he's the real deal, and it's all he loves. Science his products he it... loves
0: his own products. I like that he's nerdy about his own products.
1: Well, because <laughs> he's not selling like paper umbrellas for you yeah. know exotic drinks. Yeah, like it's He's his. It's it's a world where everybody at the top, whether it's drag racing, F one, or tractor pulling, or whatever it is, like everyone at the top's all they. they There's nothing they have that the next team doesn't have until now. Yeah. And it's all ways of just just incrementally getting an advantage. You're never going to get – it's a scale, and there's no more putting a pound of sand on your side. You
0: get a couple of hairs. But that couple of hairs (laughs) of weight (laughs) might just be enough. All right. right, Do your thing. I'm going to sell you more stuff. Castrol. Sell you some Castrol Edge. Castrol stronger under pressure. You know, engines can lose up to 10% of performance due to friction, but not with Castrol Edge. Castrol Edge with fluid titanium transforms under pressure to keep metal apart and fight power-robbing friction to unlock exhilarating performance. It's three times stronger. Three times, fool. Three times stronger than the leading full synthetic against viscosity breakdown per the Kurt Orban test in a 5W30 Visc grade. Edge performance always exceeds the toughest industry standards, but the new and improved formula incorporates the latest technology that makes it transform to be the strongest when pressure is highest. Check it out, Castrol Edge.
1: All right. You got some news on the Porsche 917 concept?
0: Yeah, so there was some news that popped up. There was that, and uh, and the uh, Lamborghini I got to tell you about. It's kind of interesting. But, um, you know, Porsche has been uh, talking about for a while now, about a 918 successor. And I think somebody interviewed the boss over there. Is it a
1: 917? You
0: know. And, yeah, so they did a 917 concept. I want to see a few years ago. Maybe You said back
1: 918 ago. at the beginning. Okay. I didn't know. Right, so
0: 918 is the supercar that they had right. recently. Right, okay. And they want to do a successor to that. I'm sorry, yes. And... They're saying it could be based off of this 917 concept that they brought back, that they introduced a few years ago. So which right. is interesting is they teased this 917 concept, I want to say in like 2014. And then Porsche has re-released more photos of it, more details going, hey, man, uh, we're thinking about a 918 successor. And we kind of like this concept that we did a few years ago. Of a nine seventeen,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and uh, it's very likely that whatever happens with uh, with an, a future supercar with Porsche, it'll be either electric or electric hybrid, you know, a la nine eighteen and mm-hmm. F one or, or a, a P one McLaren, and even NSX. At Let this me point.
1: say this: there is a fundamental problem to any company bringing back one of its heritage cars from the late 60s early 70s or mid 70s or whenever it is there is a fundamental problem that cannot be sidestepped and it's like it's an issue and it's 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 a first world problem but it's a fundamental problem which is So much of the aesthetic of that 917 was the super deep dish rim. Yeah. The notion of the front on that car had, on a 917, the front had, you know, three inches of dish. I mean, it wasn't a, I don't think it was a lot. The rear had like 10 inches, like it was just a barrel, right? And it was a 15, so it had like the 60 series tire kind of bulging out around it. And it was such a great aesthetic. And the problem is, it's sort of like saying, oh, man, that old Gina Lola Brigida, man, she had a D cup and then go down into this narrow waist and then this round ass. And you go like, yeah, we don't we, we don't can't do, that do that anymore. anymore. <laughs> and it's like, but this new chick is hot. And yep. you go, yeah, but it's kind of a straight line from her from her B cup down to her no (laughs) hips, you know? And it's like, yeah, but look at her dress. Like, isn't she beautiful? Look at her eyes. Did you look at her nose? Look at her lips. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. It's good. But I still miss that kind of shape. Yeah. And that shape
0: is gone because
1: the brakes are all the way out.
0: You got to widen the track as much as you can. And when they do a big, I don't know, carbon ceramic brake. And there is
1: no dish. I mean, there's you know there's a little lip or whatever you want to call it but there yeah. is no dish in the early 917s and the 935s and everything said that massive dish oh yeah you can stick the your back. head in there you can right. hide in there i'm trying to think if you find us a good picture of a 917 uh front and rear i i feel like the front had a few inches not a ton and then you'd go boom in the back and it was such a great look
0: yeah every 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 kid that ever drew a hot rod drew it that way, right? Which is an interesting point because Porsche's point with making another supercar like this is saying that they can sort of start with a clean sheet of paper. They don't have to uh, keep evolving the 911. Like you can't do, hey, we're going to do a 911 GT, whatever, whatever, and then make it completely look different like the 918 or something. So it's – the idea of them doing a supercar is for them saying we can we can go outside the box, we can be more creative, but you're right, if you're gonna play if you're gonna if you're gonna do a legacy car, if you will, or pay homage to a nine seventeen with a new supercar, there should be you know, it's not like hey, we're gonna release the Mustang, we're gonna put fog lights in the grill and the three taillight deal. You right. Know, and that's that's our heritage. I'm like, eh, there's a little more to it. Could be a yeah, little bit more to it.
1: I would, uh, I would appreciate that. I'm looking at a different, yeah. maybe a, little, a, maybe, little idea, maybe a little idea, but I think more. you can, you might even be able to do better than this. Okay. Expand a little more side view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say a uh, more it side gets button. a little bit. If we can see how deep it is, it's narrow in the front and it's deep in the back, but also you may want to just find the Gulf liveried one since that's the one everyone kind of thinks
0: about. Uh, also, you got some hot Mira talk. Yeah. So what's interesting is um, uh, that in-house division over at Lamborghini that is restoring cars, it seems like once a year or maybe isn't even once a year, once every other year that they they do an in-house car. Well, they went and they tracked down... The the Lamborghini that was in the intro scenes of the Italian Job, the original movie, the the original movie, movie. right? And And, that was
1: a P, probably, yeah, maybe an S.
0: It was uh, it was a P, yeah, it was a P four hundred and was chassis thirty five eighty six. And then I think at the end of the bit, there's it it goes over the edge, and and they said specifically specifically like they said uh, we had another already wrecked or damaged. Mira that they threw over the edge. And this is not that one. This is the one that didn't go over the edge that the lead actor and the stunt driver drove. And which is a great scene. It's like this great epic driving scene. Mm -hmm. And I remember it, if I recall correctly, it's like it's pretty long, right? It's like, I don't know, two minutes or something of just of just Mura driving and, and Nate and,
1: said it'd be better if they had generic rock guitar <laughs> yeah. over the entire scene because he didn't <laughs> like the sound of the music the sound of the engine poking through
0: yeah well they restored this car and I guess they're going to be touring it I imagine we're going to see it at Monterey it's uh oh this guy's smoking a like cigarette it. he's driving he's rolled a, up. it looks to be red with gold rockers but it's
1: kind of hard to i think it's hard to orange. see i think it's more oh, of it's orange. orange yeah it's, yeah it looks orange kind of hard to tell with the way the light's sitting it anyway
0: it's always been that that so thing that, like with ferrari red is really orange and then when it's on camera it looks more red i think that'll that'll be at pebble beach i'm guessing it will be because they got to be showing this thing around right oh they just roll it down yeah they just down. roll it downhill yeah, it hurts my teeth uh, I love they're like, oh, we had another mirror that was already damaged. We just threw it off the mountain as opposed to, hey, let's do a fiberglass kit car with nothing in it. You know, just roll right. it down a hill. They're like, nah, mirror over the edge.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if that movie's any good. I know it gets talked about a lot. The remake was kind of fun. So yeah. For the they went, the Mini Coopers was kind of fun. The beginning scene was kind of fun. Shirley Sher- Theron. Yeah. World's greatest safe cracker. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's uh, raising her adopted son as a woman now.
0: Oh
2: is oh awesome. is that true?
1: Oh uh, she is she of is course. so and then, then there's
0: a state where she's like, I don't know why nobody asks me out. I'm very approachable. Just ask me out on a date. I was like, okay.
1: Maybe she, she did she does she does my least favorite celebrity move. Which is, they make a proclamation, like she adopted two young black kids. Yeah. And then she makes, she does the interview, she explains how racist this country is, and then explains there are cities in this country she would not take her sons because she fears for their danger. And okay. I have cities in this country I wouldn't take a walk with my son, but they're mostly black communities, it's not whitey that's uh, gunning for your son. Statistically, if you got a young black son, much greater opportunity of him being shot by a young black man than by a young white man. That's the statistics of it. But anyway, Charlize... You should tell us the name of these cities, yeah. So we don't go there because I would not like to, sure. patronize these cities. I don't want to go there and give them my tax dollars or whatever. So Charlize, tell us the cities, and then we'll avoid those cities. Yeah. But guess who never gives you the name of the city? Yep. I'm, whoever's saying whoever cities. Yeah. By the way, That's why would think
0: she's listening to this show?
1: Why would you <laughs> say they're cities? I won't take my son and then not have the interviewer go. What cities? Yeah. Seems like a good follow up question. And also we would know and then maybe we could put some resources toward those cities.
0: What's the, what do you what's the hesitation there? You think she's like, Now this city's gonna sue me for shitting on their city?
1: No, she can't make her fucking point. That's the hesitation. If she gave the city, then we would go, all right, all how right. many homicides were there at that city or how many hate crimes were there at that city? And it wouldn't work. It wouldn't pencil it would, out for right. her.
0: It wouldn't be able to back. Max,
1: it up. a pad and nose from being around me long enough. If Dennis Prager <laughs> makes a proclamation, he tells you all the cities. Yeah. Yeah. If Charlie Theron makes a prop, procula- prop, uh, proclamation. proclamation, she walks away. Yeah. Nose held high. She doesn't name cities because that can be vetted. Yes. They can't Fact back it up. They can't back it up. They can't, can't back, back up. anything up. They just talk about the suffering. <laughs> yeah. All the suffering. <laughs> Imagine being Charlize Theron's child. How brutal that would be. Having to run serpentine to the mailbox every day. She's <laughs> hearing shotguns pumping. <laughs> it's floating on a raft somewhere in a pool. Yeah, like yeah, an infinity is. edge pool
0: right now. Right now. All right. rolling me, it in his golf cart to go, get the, uh, to go get the mail.
1: Let me hit uh, JB Weld when you're ready for a repair job at the home or at the garage. Ordinary household glue. Well, it's got the word ordinary in it. We don't need that. When strength really matters, we need some JB Weld. The leader in epoxy adhesive for metal, wood, plastic, and more. Don't glue it. JB Weld it. Keep JB Weld in your toolbox, your uh, kitchen drawer craft room or just i get one for, for all of them man have some extra around the house jb weld epoxy products are proudly made in the usa the brands both pros and diyers have trusted for more than 50 years we use it here for everything we use it at the shop i've always used they JB everything weld.
0: they got like i don't know dozens of products now
1: I know. It used to just be the metal repair. Now it's everything. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond available. J.B. Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, and more. So you're driving around the PHEV
0: <clears throat> Range Rover? Yeah, I got a Range Rover Sport plug-in hybrid, and... uh. <laughs> this is. I've got a lot to say about this thing, but I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to sum it up as this: is it's beautiful. The interior is fantastic. There's three LCD screens. It's your in front of you. Your gauges is a big LCD screen. Then there's one for your entertainment system. Then there's one for like all of the functions for the vehicle: the climate control and off-road capability. And I just don't know why, but for the life of me, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's it's a great driving vehicle and it's beautiful and the interior is fantastic and it's why you buy a Range Rover, but this thing is brand new and I've constantly plugged in a phone and try to make calls and 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 even the CarPlay Apple CarPlay and it's just I it just can't get anything to work it just and it's slow and it just it can't shift between one button and the next button you hit a button and I just don't know why look we it used to be. Everybody had to make their own stuff. They got to make their own brakes, got to make their own infotainment system. And then we we started saying, hey, a car with Brembo brakes is cool. That's attractive. And then Ford was like, oh, we use Microsoft Sync. We use right. the Ford Microsoft Sync system. And that's attractive because we're like, oh, it's a good partnership with somebody who knows Range what they're doing. Range Rover
1: does that as well, but it's more of a utility sync. It's not it's like sink <laughs> yeah. up. It's an old time farmer sink on a mud porch. <laughs> yeah, like, it's that. I got the same thing with the Jag, which is like, they, and 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 I like both companies, but they their sale is made when the wife opens the door and sits in the car and goes, yeah. I love it. Oh, it's look gorgeous. Look at the piping, you know, look at the leather. It's so nicely done and it looks great from the outside and it looks great from the inside, and as far as the part where you're backing out of the parking space at the gym and you put it in reverse and the screen doesn't go on the reverse camera for five Mississippi, you'll never notice that at the dealership. Yeah. What you notice is the interior and the stitching and the exterior and whatever numbers you're talking about. But that the little weird sort of idiosyncratic things, it's sort of like saying, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna explain to you with this metaphor why I get the big bucks. Are you listening, Zapata? I've never stopped. When you buy a TV set, you go in and you like look at the set, and they put on some picture of Laird Hamilton surfing a big wave at the pipeline, and you go, oh, that Sony looks awesome. Yeah. How big is it? 88-inch. Okay, there's a 90-inch uh, uh, Panasonic, oh, and you look at that one. You, have a, you never look at the remote. Yeah. When you get home, you got to deal with that remote, and you're like, oh, they, the on-off button should be at the top left, and it's at the bottom, or whatever, the toggle's in the middle. You learn to hate the remote, yeah. because you never really get that into it. You yeah, never go, right. give me the remote, let me work it, let me see where my thumb lands, I'm left-handed, none of that. That's the same thing with You're those just cars. Standing You're just mesmerized by the picture. Yeah, you never yeah, want to see the remote and the the electronics of the car, the backup cameras, the sync system, the phone, the Bluetooth. Yeah. All that's the remote, and you never get to that
0: part at the dealer. Yeah, yeah. When you guys test drive cars, bring your cell phone, plug it in, make a few calls. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Listen to a couple <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like spend a minute in there. You know, call some friends, text moms. You know, yeah, like speech to try- speech to text, you get a little bit of or- power up a podcast, <laughs> uh, yeah. make
1: a few phone calls, send a text and an email, like, yeah. see what happens
0: and do it all while you're driving. Right. Even if you don't leave the lot, just do it while you're backing up and see what happens. You know and then uh, you know get somebody to text you on Apple carplay in the middle of a phone call and see if the car stops in the middle of the road because it's a little funky but what uh, but I'm saying is is why not just outsource this stuff now and and have pride in the partnership I'm gonna get Apple or Google to do all my electronics I think you'd I think they'd yeah. sell 15% more vehicles they already do it with the speakers. Right. Yeah. Right. Like the Meridian yeah, Bose and Bose and everything. It's like, why not do that? I just think they'd sell more if you just said, "Hey, from now on, our entire infotainment system and AC control and everything is all done by Apple."
1: Well, the the long and the short of it is the European stuff and the German stuff, um, and I guess I guess Germany's in Europe, but <laughs> the English stuff Still. and the European. <laughs> Stuff. Is that in Europe too? Anyway, that stuff, yeah. it used to be, well, they kick ass in the fit, in the finish, the materials and all that. They do the great materials. Yeah. And then if you want a Japanese car, you're going to get all the great electronics, but you're going to be sitting on Naga hide or whatever it is. Yeah. And the reality is, is the Japanese, the Infiniti and the Lexi and all that kind of stuff, they've upped their game so much in the materials department, in the luxury yeah. department, everything, that it's almost just worth it to go. I'm going Japanese just so I can get the, all the electronics working. And I'm sitting on nice leather anyway.
0: Yeah. it's. <laughs> you're right, though. When you open the door of that Range Rover, you're mesmerized by the picture. I, I got I, my Infinity. What did you get me? It's a QX60 SUV.
1: Look, I don't like to talk about myself, but it's got diamond stitching yeah, everywhere. The limited version. And Lynette... Got into it last night and she just opened the door and she's like, Oh my God, this, this diet looks so good. Yeah. Cause it's cream with diamond stitching. And I said, Yes, it does <laughs> look you. good. I've been saying this for years. I, and, it, and look, you, you don't have to believe me. I took a Lamborghini 400, two plus two to an auto upholstery place 12 years ago. And I said, redo it in red, and when you do all the material that goes where the package tray is in the back window and around the transmission fluid, sorry, transmission tunnel, and the humps around the wheel arches in the back, do it all in diamond. And they were like, that's not how it originally came. And I said, do it. And it looked killer. And I would yell at Matt every 10 seconds, why aren't, why don't they do it in diamond? It's so good. Yeah. Everyone is doing diamond now. Everyone. <laughs> what? I look, I don't mind the part where I know everything. I mind the part where people question me constantly, constantly. We sold that car. We sold it for a premium. Yeah. It's a lot to do. If you find a picture it's probably somewhere, I don't know, blue mirror and i blue. Sorry. Two plus two. Yeah. Probably look
0: up your name. Probably look up like Adam Carolla, Lamborghini, 400 GT for sale. And I'm sure it's up there. And, uh,
1: and it was, the, I, went, I went sick with the diamond. It was not a standard look. I mean, it's not original look. Yeah.
0: But that, that blue note with the red leather, and then you peek your head in, and that's it. That's what we, that's what we sold that guy. Who knows if that car started or not? All these guys are doing, <laughs> He's like, all, I don't the, care.
1: all the Japanese are doing diamonds. Everyone's doing diamonds now. But who was yapping about it 15 years ago?
0: You, buddy. And I was going, why aren't the
1: manufacturers, why don't they
0: do it? Like, yeah. they're just, they're getting a sewing pattern out. Do the diamonds. Yeah. It's And now all that, like, now you can go into, like, you go into, like, the Ferrari showrooms and the Lamborghini showrooms, and they've got the... It used to be here's the leather swatches, but now here's the seats. Like here's the patterns you can get. Mm. You know you can get the diamond stitch or whatever vertical stitching and Daytona stitching and 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 now it's a thing.
1: Yeah, it's a big selling
0: point. Yeah, he's gonna look that up. I'm gonna tell you guys about Geico. Everybody's got a to do list. You drop off dry cleaning, you pick up some milk, and now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list. And you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. You just go to Geico.com and in fifteen minutes you can be saving fifteen percent or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do you can do today. Be sure to check out Geico.com.
1: All, All right. right. So uh what about Luft? Oh, is Lufka Colts is that what I call it Lufka Cult? Luft. Luf- Lift, like liftanza, like air. Yeah, lift on lift cult. Is that sold out? Sold out. Sold out very quickly. So, do we know how many tickets they sell? I don't
0: the- know, and it's a limitation of the venue because it's sure. at Universal Studios back lot. But
1: that's got to be five thousand. I mean, or three thousand. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's got to be a, a lot. Large, it's a, it's a big outdoor area, right? Yeah.
0: And there's and it's still like you're also going onto a studio lot, so it's kind of a you know, the load in the loadouts like designated times and the guy, you know, you need the drive on pass and and it's it's
1: Should I bring Sonny? Sure.
0: Bring Sonny. Sonny. Yeah. He, Sonny's
1: gonna be like we'll we'll be walking around the back lot and I'll go, Look at that nine thirty five. Uh, Paul Newman drove and he'll go, Oh, that's the shark from Jaws and then he'll walk <laughs> that direction.
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's good and then I'll, I'll point up the hill and I'll go, there's the psycho house. And uh, Sonny will go, oh, yeah, I got a question for mom. And I'll start walking toward the psycho <laughs> house. I go, no, no, that was a movie. That was a movie. Yeah. He's not going to know what I'm talking He's about. He's not going to know. He's going to get confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Where is, we must have taken, so here's the thing, Max, about it. You, no, not you. You, no. maybe you
0: took pictures oh, i have all did the p- you
1: photograph him? You not could this have. one
0: who I, I think you sold this one before i started taking photographs of your cars maybe that's why it's sold buddy yeah buddy. Oh, okay <laughs> didn't have the curse uh, the pox of the packs <laughs> or mox or max
2: pox uh, of the, locks. the yeah. pox
0: of the lock it, it's been a number of years and i don't know how public we went with that one so well we have the pictures have in pictures. our computer yeah, somewhere yeah, right got a folder somewhere Mm. I've got a Dropbox folder or something like that, but, uh... All right, Max yeah, would, I'll get them up. You look for that. You'll I'm going to repost it. them yeah, I'll Man. post them up on my social media to remind everybody.
1: Everyone look at that diamond stitch. Yeah. Not I original. Not original. Max pat Also, I wanted to post up... I got a disc that has the, uh, BRE... I think it was 2011 BRE, um... Rolex historics race. It has all that great footage from the outside and we never posted that. We don't have that anywhere, right? It's on a I have it on a disc. We never burnt it onto a drive or done any of that. Right. I think Dylan went over there and gathered some stuff up. So, put that on your big fat list of things to do. All I, right, gonna adding post it right that now. As well. That's good. All right. What are you what are you going to add? Post that Rolex uh, DVD that Dylan had. BRE, Roadster, baby. We had a, it's this weirdest thing in the world, but we've done in car cameras a lot and they fail a lot. Uh, (laughs) That one is funny because that one worked over my shoulder in that Roadster. It looked great. It worked for the first five laps or four and a half laps of nothingness. And the second I caught up to the three um, Alfa Romeos and started the exciting part, it just went away. Went away. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so the best part is like me dicing it up and passing these guys and them in front of me and behind it, me and everything. Did
0: it turn off or fall off or did it just start pointing at your feet? Or no, sort of it <laughs> just
1: started to battery down. Like it just started to oh, get dark. Yeah.
0: As I got closer, like the
1: last in-car camera you see is me catching up to the alphas and then it just went out. And it, it it's like, it's it was the most exciting part of the race and it just like right when I got up to the third car. There, yeah. there you go. All right, uh, let's see. Not Taco Bell material. Check that out. Chassis, two S's and a Y. Amazon, iTunes, all that. It's a very funny stand-up special, and I hope you guys spend five bucks and rent it. and Check it out. Brea Improv next Friday and uh, Saturday, or even this Friday, but not this Saturday. i trying right. to think how to work it. Anyway, 17th and 18th, unprepared. I'll be doing stand-up there. Adam Ray is going to be opening for me. It's going to be fun. Denver coming up, uh, Portland coming up, Monterey. Yeah. Monterey coming up August 17th. Uh, go to com for all you need and uh, check out Shift and Steer, available on iTunes and Podcast One as well. Adam Curl goes racing, new season, exclusively on Vero. Get, good uh, stuff. You get uh, go to the website, get.vero.com. Slash ace and watch us uh, racing the Newman GT1 car Monterey. So, till next time Adam Curl from Matt the Motorator D'Andrea saying keep the air in the spare and the
0: bag of the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in fill out the form on CarCastShow.com and don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes.